Hey there, it's the Jew from the Chew on This Podcast, letting you know you can leave comments, questions, and suggestions a number of ways. Reviews and comments are appreciated on iTunes and YouTube, and you can check out our daily postings on Facebook. Our Twitter feed and Instagram is at Chew on This Pod, and of course, as always, you can email us directly at chewonthispodcast at gmail.com. So there you have it, folks. Short of a bat signal or an Avengers card, there's all the ways you can let us know how big of a nerd you truly are. Enjoy and chew on this podcast. Welcome to episode 44 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. So there's been a lot of talk um, recently um, about, well, especially like Warner Brothers and DC and, and a lot of people are going on there and um, internet trolls are going on there and really uh, saying some pretty stupid things to get you know people to... Um, to argue with them and, and stuff like that. And, and trolling has been a big deal. I mean, for the last few years on the internet, but I think it just feels like more and more on the internet, as far as like all the forums and stuff that you and I go on to, there's a lot more trolls on there with this, especially with pop culture lately. And so <clears throat> troll, I feel like is going to be the, the, the word of the year. <laughs> it's gotta be because you know, like I think one year it was blogging and last year it was something else. I can't remember what it was. Something really popular, like selfie or something like that. And this year, God, it's got to be trolling because there's so much of it going on. So I just wanted to start the podcast, you know, about talking about trolling. Like, what is it exactly? Okay. Because when I think troll or most of you out there think troll, you think of like some goblin or, or something like that. But there's an actual definition to it. And also when I think trolling, I think of like you're on the back of a boat, you know, fishing and driving really slow and trying to, you know, trying to grab a fish um, because they see the they see the hook. And if you're going too fast, they can't catch up to you. If you go slow enough, you're trolling, you know, you're trolling for fish. So or you're out there trolling for chicks, you know, that's another term. But as far as like trolling on the internet's concerned, it's like it's like creating um, like an uncomfortable situation on the internet, and it's usually people trying to upset other people or trying to um, you know post like these inflammatory, extraneous like topics. You know, usually on the online community, and usually it's like you know on Facebook or on forums. Um, I see a lot like on comicbook.com, you know, on, on Facebook, like people leave all these crazy comments to like bait other people into arguments instead of real discussions. There is a difference. Um, and so, and a lot of time they do this, these trollers, they, they do this, they wrote people in, um, and it invokes like, you know, emotional responses from the other party. And it like, sometimes it disrupts even the, the topic that you're trying to talk about. 
um, often for their own amusement. That's the thing, too, is usually trolls are out to just stir up the pot. They're not necessarily adding anything um, relevant or, you know, to the discussion. They're just trying to piss people off. So, Vic, what kind of like, what kind of experiences have you had, you know, when it comes to like internet trolls? Well, usually what I found recently is um, <clears throat> it doesn't matter who you are or, you know, because anybody can get trolled online. But people just love doing it to celebrities. Um, I'm pretty guilty of it uh, when I post on, on our Facebook page, uh, especially when it mm-hmm. comes to anything that is Transformers, uh, Michael Bay or Zack Snyder lately. Um, mm. but we, we saw it happen with um, we saw it happen with Leslie Jones, you know, most recently. Oh man, um, that was brutal. Um, yeah, uh, basically every kind of racist thing you could say to her um, was uh, tweeted to her, and it was it was pretty bad. Where they actually kicked off the ringleader of it all, <clears throat> um, and then there's other times. Um, I mean, even in politics, it happens too. I mean, there was that rumor that Clinton was paying um, uh, online people to troll Bernie Sanders supporters. Mm-hmm. That that story oh, wow. was out there for a little bit. Um, so it, social media has has played a huge role into this um, this no accountability for what you say and what you do online um, <clears throat> most of the time. Because even though they got rid of the ringleader and banned him for life off of Twitter, there was more than one person that did it. So, um, but for me personally, it's it really has something to do all the time with uh, something that people are passionate about. And right now people are, are passionate about these movies out there, these comic book movies. And for me, it's always, if I try to put in my two cents, but I don't, I, I try not to do it in a way I would say about 90% of the time mm-hmm. in a way where it's constructive. Like, like I, I try to be funny first and then I kind of, you know, try to say something with some facts based on it because uh, I, I'm not the, I'm not the type to argue to troll without any facts. Uh, right. Even though, even though trolling is probably not the right way to go about it, but <clears throat> if I'm gonna if if I if I do troll something, it's because I strongly believe in in uh, the facts of why I'm trolling. So I won't ever troll if I'm like like dead wrong about something. So what if um like what if someone posts something like can you be a troll if you like post something that elicits people to write comments on your post? <laughs> yeah, because because I've I've trolled Zack <laughs> Snyder since like since we started this podcast with all the articles that have ever come out about his movies. I've trolled him. <laughs> I've trolled Transformers. I've trolled Michael Bay. I'm guilty of it because I post the articles with these like you know funny um, you know comments on it uh, presenting the article, but at the same time it's still trolling whoever I'm bashing i guess in the moment Jeez, so, I, can you like if you troll enough can you just become an ogre so i just start calling you shrek like the, the asian I think, shrek i don't think that'll work enough we don't think we have enough listeners uh, <laughs> <laughs> right because if, you, if um, you give yourself that name it doesn't really count right like you can't give yourself a nickname <laughs> like i've trolled so much that now i'm an ogre and i'm just like um i i've been very guilty of this too I mean, and it's really funny because the roles have kind of reversed. Like for a while there, you were getting really upset with these 
people saying certain things and you were getting so riled up and I kept telling you, just don't, just don't talk to him or whatever. And then now I've been baited into a lot of heated quote unquote discussions. You've gotten worse. Mine, mine I've gotten way worse. Mine was once a month, maybe once every two months. No, you're you're like basically texting me like, yeah, exactly. Every day, you're you're becoming like the, every you're, day. You're becoming like the angry post- Jew. You're becoming the angry. Yeah, Jew. I am the angry Jew. I so <laughs> am the angry movie Jew. That's so true. That's crazy. I should just start a new podcast and just say I'm the angry Jew. Um, yeah, <laughs> just curse. Yeah, the whole shit. Time. Trademark right now. Yeah, I'm trademarking that. It'll be our sister podcast. Um, cause there already is an angry Asian, so you can't really take that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's a good. Sign. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean like recently I see like people post stuff like, Oh, Warcraft is like the best movie of the year and all this stuff. And I'm just like grinding my teeth going like, are you freaking kidding me? Like this movie was the worst. And I wrote like just thing line by line about why I thought it was terrible. And then I'd get people just completely bashing me and then and then there was like a few people actually came to my defense and said no you're right it's it was a terrible movie and and you put the facts down but still it doesn't it's still like eliciting a, a response from these people that i kind of knew was going to happen so, you know and i still wrote it anyway so that's totally considered trolling but um also more i mean most recently it's batman v superman it seems like every day they or post DC. some article yeah, DC that posts some article that backs up why those movies are great and why the next movies are going to be awesome and and all this stuff and you have all, and I keep reading these people and what they're saying like oh the ultimate edition of Batman v Superman made the movie so much better and more coherent and I'm like are you fucking kidding me and I'm just like and I would just step by step write down exactly why they're wrong and then just like get blasted <laughs> like we got just some heated um, heated discussions about that and um, Star how Wars too you know. Here's yeah. how we know that we don't have a lot of listeners because of the shit that we've said about DC, like on this on this show. Yeah, we haven't got shut down. <laughs> yeah, we haven't gotten shit. Like we haven't been trolled at all. So, so our numbers say we have a, a good amount of listeners. So, but I guess it's not that many, or either that, or everybody agrees with us. Everybody agrees with us. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll just say that. I think that's the right answer. Um, you were saying yeah, Star Wars. Like, re- <clears throat> yeah, I was saying Star Wars because you and I talked. I think one of our crummy first podcasts was about the Obi Wan Kenobi movie. That was our second and, podcast. Yeah, our second podcast, and someone posted something like, you know, um, they some fan made a fan made Kenobi trailer that mm-hmm. everyone just like went nuts over. And I wrote down something to the effect of like, yeah, I would love to see a Kenobi movie. And I solicited all the facts. Why? I'm like, he's the right age. He's a wonderful actor. He never got the shot he deserved, you know, um, you know, because the script was terrible and it was clunky and like he deserves to be the protagonist and deserves his own movie. And I got like, you know, 120 likes, like a bunch of stuff. And then there was a bunch of people that wrote stuff like, um, uh, no, you know, Han Solo's movie's going to be better. Or Fett's movie's going to be better. I'd rather watch Yoda or, you know, and, and not, but not listing any facts, just saying, I'd rather watch this. And then I would write down like, well, what do you mean by that? Like, why, why would you want to see Yoda become Yoda? That just seems really boring to me. That's a you lot know? of sequels like, too, since he's 900 years old. He's <laughs> right, like nine movies to get to yeah. the point. <clears throat> 
So I, but you know, my argument was, you know, he's such a good actor. He was wasted in those movies, and I think he's ripe to make his own movie. And I think it would be interesting to see. Obviously, I mean, people were like, "What? Just see him like sitting in his hut, looking out over Tatooine, you know, jerking off over uh, whatever, you know, and and not doing anything." And I'm like, "Ah, oh, no, I'm like, man, there's there's lots of stuff he could have. He could have left the planet any time and went and did other things, you know, like." Maybe there was other Jedis in distress, and he went to go save them, and they ended up dying. Like, whatever. It could be anything. He could have fell in love with somebody. They, they introduced that in the Clone Wars. He could have, All sorts of things could happen. So They could stick an awesome Easter egg in there, too, because absolutely. right at the end of Revenge of the Sith is when Yoda tells him he needs him to do some training. And you can actually dive uh, into that in the Kenobi movie of, of how you train to become like a ghost Jedi. Yeah, that would be awesome. Oh, fuck, I lost it. That was the first thing I was going to say. Maybe you'll remember. Um, but it, I think it would be a cool story. Now, I, I'm not knocking a Han Solo movie. That's great and all, but I'm really, that's, I'm least interested in that. Oh, I just remembered. I mean, now that you said Han Solo, I fucking just remembered. It, okay. When, it was what you said. He was like, it, he's out of the entire Star Wars universe trying to go backwards now. That's, I mean, that's what they're doing, right? All these Star Wars stories are are told either as a prequel or, uh, you know, way way before they become in a New Hope, right? So, right, you have to get somebody completely different than Harrison Ford to play Han Solo, which I don't know. I think probably Luke might be the second, like the the hardest of all, Um, Mm -hmm. and then Han Solo. But but Ewan McGregor is unique in that sense, where like. He can. He's the perfect age still to play Obi Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the only one out there that can actually play the character that he played in the prequels, and still be right. Like, I mean, Hayden Christensen. If he wanted to play Darth Vader in in Rogue One, he'd have to age another twenty years or ten years or however long it is. Right. Yeah. Um, or twenty years, I think, because I think Luke is in, around that age, and so is Leia. Right. They're around. They're something they're like that. They're like nineteen or twenty. Mm-hmm. Right, so they were first born in episode three, so Hayden Christensen would need to be like 40 years old, 50 years old to play the Darth Vader in Rogue One, which he can't. Not that it would matter because nope. he's got a mask, but <clears throat> but uh, even if they took the mask off, you'd be like, um, that's like 30, 30, 29-year-old Hayden Christensen playing a 50-year-old you know, man. <laughs> exactly. So Kenobi... Uh, no, like, you're, uh, you're so right. Yeah. You're just based on that theory alone, you're right. I mean that that would be the way to go, but I just don't see any sense of like you know when you do prequels, there's no sense of danger. Um, I mean, I guess in Obi Wan you wouldn't have that either, but you can explore some really cool shit with him because like I always wanted to know what the hell did he sit there and do for the twenty years? You know, he had to have done something. Um, but anyway, you know, so there was a lot of people really you know again bashing me over saying one simple thing of like, you know, who cares about those other things? I want to see this instead because I think, you know, like you said, the guy is still around. He can act and he'd be amazing. And, uh, and it'd be really like a heartfelt kind of story. And we get to see him maybe in some really cool action, you know? Um, He's definitely still young enough to play that, to, to be able to saber fight. You know, he wasn't like Mace Windu where, you know, he wanted to wield the lightsaber, but he, he barely knew how to use it or he didn't really train for it. He wasn't actually supposed to fight in the movie. Did right. you know about that? Like he wasn't supposed to fight um, uh, Palpatine in the movie. 
and they just oh, decided that, that to do it like fight the day before. Is not, yeah, those those <clears throat> any fights that you look at in the prequels. I'm sorry, everybody, but every fight in the prequels are are not good. I mean, yeah, in A New Hope, if you go back and watch that fight, it's pretty clunky and slow, but it had emotional impact, especially when he gets you know when he lifts his lightsaber up and gets killed. So, but. The the other the prequel movies they're so choreographed that I, and it's so boring that I can't. I mean, do you remember like Return of the Jedi? Even is a little clunky, but there's a lot of emotion behind that because right. those two are father and son, and like even like Vader throws the lightsaber at him. I've said that before. Like, there's some cool shit that happens in that fight. You don't, uh, think but the, it's the emotion uh, behind you it. You don't think the Maul Kenobi fight was good? I thought that I was like the, the Maul best fight. Kenobi fight. The first half of that fight was great, and then it became completely choreographed. If you go back and watch it, there's it's well, especially when yeah. he does that twirl move, and they both kind of like back off each other. It's a weird like, um, it, it it looks very choreographed. But the beginning part of that, when he just like you see him hopping up and down, and then when the thing d- opens up, he runs yeah. at Maul like that was fucking crazy. I, think it's I was right like, up, that's awesome. right up to the point where. It's it it cuts right at the the point that it becomes really choreographed is right after he splits the lightsabers I think yes exactly the whole fight before that was awesome, um, but then you know I don't know an Attack of the Clones the Dooku fight pretty choreographed and lame of course um, it was choreographed it was against fucking uh, an imaginary Yoda yeah um. Let's see. In, Re- in Revenge of the Sith, the, the ending between Omi-Wan and Anakin is so over-the-top and ridiculous. I think Spielberg actually directed that, uh, or it was his idea or something like that. Um, they would have been yeah, better it, off. They would have been better off putting them in a fridge and finding a Death Star laser. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I don't know, man. Like, But uh, maybe we're getting a little bit off topic, but you know, it's just it's it's getting to the point now that trolling is just it's nonstop. It's all the time. It's um, there's nothing like redeeming about it. You know, why do you want to um, push someone to get in a fight with you over something as stupid as, you know, Suicide Squad, you know, Batman v Superman, you know, like like I, I wrote a comment in the Suicide Squad thing. Um, I wrote a comment saying, like, why is Bruce Wayne running around recruiting people and not Batman, you know? And, of course, people jump on there and start saying, you know, saying bullshit from the comics or this or that. And I'm just like, it doesn't make any sense within the context of the movie. I'm sorry. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Or, like, don't – or, like, the latest article is, like – you know, in in, uh, Justice League, they're going to address why Batman's so angry – in uh, Batman v Superman. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, do we have to like, every movie has to like address the shit from the previous movie. I'm like, didn't Batman v Superman address man of steel, right? It addressed some of that shit. So we, so basically instead of like, so what I said in the comment was, so basically we have to wait for each movie to come out to explain the shit that happened in the last movie. I'm like, this does, this is awful filmmaking. Like this is the worst storytelling well, I've ever read. You know? Let me, let me say this before and we people get went tro- nuts over that. Let me, let me say this before we get trolled on what you just said. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to answer questions in later movies to address uh, things that you raise in the movie that you're watching now. And I'll give you an example. Like, mm-hmm. It's okay to <clears throat> to um, 
to leave it open-ended about when Yoda says there is another and Empire Strikes Back and they don't they don't address it again until Jedi, right? Because, okay. <clears throat> and here's why. It, it, it doesn't, it doesn't raise an, uh, um, it doesn't fuck up the movie or it doesn't um, make you say like, wow, Yoda's a terrible person now. Why is he all of a sudden terrible? Like it doesn't change the dynamic of the character. So mm-hmm. what, what DC does, right, is they have to morally fix their characters in each movie so far, right? Because you, you only count but, Bat, you only count the so Man of re- Steel and Batman. Question, question really quick before you go too far, though. Yeah. Um, does it seem to you, though, that they only correct that after the fans bitch about why? Like, when people were like, why did Superman destroy Metropolis? The same. Well, yeah, I mean, like- <clears throat> it's bad storytelling because that's not something that that's not something you should have to leave for the next movie. Like it's something as a, you should know your character well enough and be a good enough storyteller to actually show that or like, you know, have him not figure out how to fly and be Superman in 30 seconds. You know what I mean? Like if you remember, Mm -hmm. if you remember in the Richard Donner, the first movie, he goes away for like 20 years and, and it's Mm -hmm. actually explained in that because, because we see, uh, Jor-El through the eyes of Clark, but Clark has been on Earth this whole time. So he needs that shit. Like, he needs that basic stuff explained to him. So it makes sense why Jor-El is explaining something that doesn't need to be explained, right? Because mm-hmm. what it does, what it actually does is it tells you that Jor-El, for that time that Clark was away, and to the time you see him in Metropolis, he has been training the whole time to become Superman. Like, that's that's what it was, right? right. He says it's going to be like 20 years of your life or whatever, even though it'll seem like really short, it'll it'll mm-hmm. it'll be this amount of time on Earth. So, so it's explained like, oh, so for twenty years he trained to become, you know, uh, Superman. In the Man of Steel version, he just learns how to fly after the second jump, and then mm-hmm. after that, there's no like, oh my god, what if I actually like, hey, remember that mountain I took off the th- the fucking rooftop of that mountain? <laughs> Maybe like I should I. Um, find a way to address the fact of how strong he is and he still doesn't know how powerful he actually is because then it would make sense why he's destroying Metropolis but the problem with that is is you already destroyed you already destroyed a part of Smallville right like he didn't need, right. like the way because this is bad storytelling there's bad script writing or bad directing he didn't even Superman or any normal person with those kind of powers if you had destroyed your hometown are you going to take a bigger fight into a, a, a heavily populated city no right. you're trying to save these people like yeah he saved earth but he probably killed like a million people in metropolis because of what I swear he decided to, God, to do i swear snyder and bayer cut from the same cloth because remember in transformers they took the fight to the city <laughs> and then and then they're yeah. like sam take this cube outrun the transformer and get to the top of that building before yeah, they do. remember remember and, the giant alien jet that beat us here uh, from yeah. the Hoover Dam, go out, run that, and uh, we'll cover you. <laughs> like, we'll but cover but Jazz, you. but Jazz, you're 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 a Pontiac GT. You you should be able to drive me fast. No, 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 it'll be cool. Just just run. It's just, just run. an just it's in, just an alien jet. It's an alien jet that can fly faster than anything you've ever seen. But you can outrun it four blocks. Go. <laughs> I don't, still don't know what the point of that was. Get to the top of that building. I don't, I don't understand that at all. I just love the part where op- they make Optimus Prime in that movie say, uh, 
right before all the hell like shit hits the fan and all the all the he says we don't kill humans right <laughs> we have to protect them and then all of a sudden like it's like hey we're not gonna we're not gonna hold this fight here at like maybe a, a slightly populated uh hoover dam which is probably has like a hundred tourists there right we're, we're gonna take we're gonna drive it through the fucking through traffic in the freeway just kill a bunch of people in the cars there then we're gonna decide to stand ground right in the middle of downtown where there shouldn't be any people ever during rush hour. <laughs> All right, Sam, go. It's so stupid. It's yeah, so stupid. And then, so and ridiculous. then, and then somehow Sam gets up to the top of that rooftop and he gives, he's about to give the cube to a fucking helicopter. <laughs> it's like, hello, <laughs> the jet that was really, really fast. And the other helicopter that was a transformer, and the other one that was a was a Raptor, the 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 actual based on a real plane Starscream yeah. was a Raptor. That jet is faster than your helicopter. What are you doing? It's gonna catch you. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's really good storytelling. It's fantastic storytelling. I, I like, I, I, even, we've gone so far. I don't, what the hell was my point? Oh, the point about explaining the movies. Yeah, so you can't yeah. explain like stupid plot points in the next movie saying, "Oh, my bad," but here's why. You should right. do that stuff in the beginning. Like that's the difference between continuing the story and fixing your story. Right. I think it's I think it sucks if you have to wait to the next movie to explain the actions in this movie. I just don't get that. Like Batman is branding people and beating people up and people on the internet were like, "Oh, well, you should read the comics." And I'm like, "Okay, asshole. I read the comics and I still had to like sit here and figure out that the reason why Batman is beating the shit out of everyone is because he's upset that Robin got killed by the Joker. But who the fuck average moviegoer has no idea what the hell that why he's doing all that stuff. They're just like, oh, I guess this is a darker Batman. Okay, no, you know, and, they, and what's funny is um, they actually fixed a problem that wasn't even their movie, right? So <laughs> what I'm talking about is in Batman v Superman, <clears throat> they uh, they were wondering what. Bat, Bat, uh, ben Affleck's voice was going to be like, right? Because everybody couldn't stand mm-hmm. Christian Bale's voice in, in the Dark Knight trilogy. Mm-hmm. So they actually go ahead and try and fix the Batman, the Dark Knight trilogy by giving um, this version of Batman a voice modulator, right? Yes. Well, here's the problem. It wasn't, he's, he, this is the second incarnation of Batman, correct? In their, mm-hmm. in their universe, right? Mm-hmm. Why did he wait all that long to have a voice modulator of all the things that he could have created? <laughs> Wouldn't he have had that in the very beginning? I don't know, man. Like, I, I just thought, I just laughed. I still go back to this, but in The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're going to say. Christian Bale always, you know, no, even when people are not around, he still uses the voice. Like Catwoman's fighting and he looks up and Catwoman's gone. And he's like, so that's what it feels like. And I'm like, there's nobody fucking there to listen <laughs> to you. Like, why are you saying that out loud like that? Maybe there was a bum I thought, up there. I thought it would have made, that line would have made a really awesome impact if he said that in his own voice. I thought that would have been really cool because there's nobody around. And he's like, fuck, I don't have to do this voice right now. He should be like, you know. You know what they oh, should so have fixed? Out. You know what they should have fixed is the 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 uh the nose hole pieces in his cowl because that fucker can't breathe out his nose at all. Oh, I know. So like yeah. his mouth is always open and like now that like I know that he can't breathe, that's all I see in the you know the there's a there's a scene where I just think it's fucking comical now 
not when I first watch it, but right now I think it's fucking hilarious, and you probably will too. But there's mm-hmm. a scene at the end of The Dark Knight Rises where he does the screaming thing again like he did with the Joker. He's like, where's the, uh, where's, what does he say, where's the bomb or where's the detonator? Yeah. And he's like screaming it, right? But because he can't breathe out of his nose, his like his lips are like puckered up, and he's trying to like gasp for air in between each line. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> and he, he looks does. like he's sometimes he slobbers too. Yeah, he uh, he. It's so fucking funny that he can't like close his mouth because like a, a Batman with like he doesn't have buck teeth, but because he like can't breathe and his his mouth is, his upper lip is always curled up, it looks like Batman has buck teeth. <laughs> it's like Batman sleep apnea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Batman needs a CPAP machine. Oh, that's uh, funny. Yeah, that's that's true. It's I mean, but what I liked about the Nolan universe is that they they addressed like the moving of the he couldn't move his head before, so they fixed yeah. the cow so he could move his head. Like they did cool shit like that, and then they made the third one and they fucked it all up. But yeah, that was um, I mean, yeah the third one. We'd have to we'll have to podcast the Dark Knight trilogy one day. Oh, that would be amazing because <laughs> I would love to talk about the third. Movie. We do have some. We have some free. I mean, we got some free openings. We could be doing that probably in the near future. Um, so anyway, we got way off topic, but it's still, I mean, it's, it, it kind of circles back around to the whole trolling issue because it, it's not just like, I mean, we're talking about pop culture and media and all that stuff, because that seems like that's where it's most prevalent recently, especially with, with these comic book movies and all that. I mean, you have all these different um, people just coming out of the woodworks, and just starting up this like, you know, just stirring up this shit, trying to get people excited or people, you know, be pissed off and, and they do it for fun, you know, and it's, it's even more so like, it's crazy. It's gotten all the way down to like, you know, I'm on, I'm on a bunch of different forums on Facebook. You know, one of them is, um, uh, the star Wars black series figures, you know, there's like a forum on that, which is great because for someone who collects them like I do, I can find out when things are on sale or when stuff's coming up. And so I'm like really paying attention to it. But then you have like certain people that they're like, Hey, you know, I, I can't afford to like buy these things or like, I can't go to the store all the time and try to find them. I can't go to San Diego comic-con and buy the figure because you know, I live in Florida. So they are making their own figures and making their own displays and stuff. And it's super cool. Like, I think it's awesome. I'm just like, dude, can you make me something? And, this guy made me a mold of uh, the Vader head that Ren has. And, you know, I got it for a few bucks and he sold to me for a few bucks and I painted it. It looks sick. Anyway, but then you have people online that are just like poo-pooing it. They're just like, what are you doing? Like Hasbro should be, you know, suing your ass and all this stuff. And the guy's like, I'm just, I'm not making a profit on these. I'm just making them because people can't afford or can't get the the thing from San Diego or whatever. So people are just like, you have all these different people and I'm wondering like, who are you? Like, why just, if you're not going to, if you don't not going to buy it, then don't buy it. Why do you have to comment on that shit? You know? So like trolls really like, there could be all different types, you know, some are just like sarcastic. Some are actually very like, uh, I would never say genuine, but somebody that's like really like serious about something to the point of like, if you say, you know, DC really hasn't been doing great for these last three movies, but Marvel's really been killing it. And then you'll get this like, you fucking piece of shit. You're just a Marvel fanboy. Ah, like, and you're just like, whoa, like there's nothing constructive about that. Like you can, you explain to me why 
this is better than this or whatever. And I'll listen to your thing and I'll make a statement and say, okay, cool, whatever. But just like just jumping on down your throat, you know, like that, I think is a form of trolling too. It's just trying to elicit a response, which if you come at me like that, I usually don't respond to you because it's like trying to talk to a drunk four-year-old. It's not going to happen. You know, it's like, Although mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever met a drunk four-year-old, but you know what I mean. It was just like really like they just have a wall up. They just don't care. You know? I got trolled. I got trolled hard once when I uh, asked in a Star Wars forum, <clears throat> um, and I had to explain this question before I posted it in the forum. I think you might remember this. Yes, I, post- I, I posted in the forum like what the big deal of Boba Fett was, and I I couldn't understand. Like I, I thought Boba Fett was like one of the most overrated characters in all of Star Wars. Like. <clears throat> you know, call him the Fett. All, everybody loves Boba Fett, right? And I couldn't understand mm-hmm. it. But I prefaced, I believe I prefaced the, the comments <clears throat> or the discussion topic because I didn't grow up watching the movies in the theaters. Like I, I said mm-hmm. uh, in our 80s, uh, 80s top 10 that we just had, mm-hmm. um, I didn't grow up there. I grew up, you know, watching it on, on VHS, HBO first, then VHS, then the Laserdisc. You know, I grew up with that time frame and... <clears throat> Boba Fett was just like, okay, he he looks cool, but he fucking dies like all stupid and shit. Who cares? Why does everybody love this guy? And and even with all that said, like giving you know, giving some preface to what I, why I was asking this question because I just didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. I wanted people to give me like kind of proof about it. <clears throat> why? Like, tell me within the context of the movie. Don't use the extended universe. Don't use the novels. Anything like that. Right. Video games. Just tell me why in the movie he's awesome because I don't get it. I think there was like a hundred comments before I got one person to actually like explain to me what it was like to watch Boba Fett on, on the big screen in, for the very first in time. In an intelligent way. In an intelligent way. Yeah. Yeah. Like give like basically answer the question that I asked. Because I, I asked, you know, give me a reason within this movie because I didn't watch it in a theater. So explain to me why he's so beloved. And use, you know, use proof. Don't give me like, you got to read this like 60 novels to understand why he's so awesome. Totally. So I would probably say the first like 60 or 40 comments were like, I can't believe you don't love Boba Fett or whatever. Finally, one guy took the time and actually explained to me why Boba Fett is so awesome to him. And he explained, you know, he explained watching it in the theater and not knowing who this bounty hunter is. And that he was the only one at that point in time to talk back to Vader. But see, I didn't pick up on that because I had watched Star Wars again from a very early age and not understanding shit. So it was just like a throwaway line for me. And then when he explained it to me, I was like, oh, you know what? You're right. In all of the three movies, he's the only one that talks back to Vader, really. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that is pretty badass. And I was like, okay, cool. Thanks for, you know, thanks for explaining that to me. But the trolls came out like heavy handed in that one you know, just bashing me for not liking Boba Fett and calling him an overrated character, which you never said you didn't like him. You just said, I, what is so huge about him? Like you didn't say you didn't like him. You just didn't say like, what is the huge deal about him? You know what I mean? Like I, I tell you, like he made a really good point, probably a point that I wouldn't have made until like my older age. But at the time I remember watching it, I think it was just the mystery of that character that I, that, I thought was really cool to me. And like, he was the one that caught Han Solo, you know, he was the one that, um, brought them down, you know, to Vader, like nobody else could catch them. And he's the one who, 
who followed him from the Stardustroyer to Bespin and, and got them caught. So I always thought he was really cool because he's the guy that, that caught the, the good guys. And, you know, usually the good guys always escape. So um, I just thought it was really cool for that reason. I think Attack of the Clones came around and tried to explain some backstory, and I think it, it kind of failed miserably in yeah. that aspect. Very um, miserably. But, yeah, and, and so that's probably why a lot of people want a Boba Fett movie. Again, I'm not really that interested. I mean, there's a lot of cool novels with Boba Fett that I thought were pretty neat, but I don't need to see a movie with him. I think I like the mystery of it. I just like... He's, he's pretty good in the Clone yeah. Wars because Boba Fett is in the Clone Wars. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Did you finish a Clone so, Wars yet? Yeah. No, I haven't. I'm like, I think season Bo- three. Bo- Boba Fett's in there like for a good story arc in there, and he's not bad. He, uh, I think the Clone Wars fixed a lot of issues that I had with the prequels. Honestly, like yeah. F- F- Filoni and those guys did, a, and still do an awesome job. Um, but if if you watch the Clone Wars, it's like, well, how come I couldn't get this in the movies? So kudos mm-hmm. to those guys that did Clone Wars, the cartoons. They've really gone back and really repaired a lot of the problems. Um, I just hope that Rebels just doesn't get too like it's getting close to a New Hope. You know what I mean? Like there's, I just hope they don't start throwing a ton of characters. I mean, I know they throw Lando in there and that was a, a, actually a decent story, mm-hmm. but like, you know, I just hope they don't jump into like young Han Solo and start just throwing everything in there. Luke running around as a baby or some shit. No, you know, with, I, when they introduce Admiral Thrawn for this season, which I can't fucking wait and I can't believe they are still doing it. Um, there's a whole new world out there that they don't even have to touch the Skywalkers. Yeah. But at some point, Thrawn has to get destroyed at some point because he's nowhere around. And the same thing with like Rogue One, you know, they have that new General Krennic or whatever the heck his name is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that him at some point is going to get destroyed and he's not going to be around because um, Marf Tarkin is like the, the lead, the head guy. So, you know, you know, those characters, I mean, I, for them to do Thrawn, for one thing, I know they said they weren't ever going to do the expanded universe. So once they brought Thrawn out, that really blew my mind because I'm like, oh, my God, he's canon now. But the other part of me is like, oh, no, there was like really cool stories with him, you know, post uh, Return of the Jedi. Because like if you read Heir to the Empire, that's right. five years after Return of the Jedi. And that's when mm-hmm. Thrawn is running around, you know, yeah. running the fleet. And you can't and, do that story because uh, now you'd have to recast. Again, going back to our point about why you need a Kenobi movie, um, one of the main reasons right. is you can't go back and do that movie with the original cast. They're too old. No. No. So now you have to recast everybody. Yeah. Kenobi's the only one that they don't have to recast. I mean, unless, I mean, if they made a Boba Fett movie, I suppose they can get Daniel Logan, but that kid couldn't act as far as I can like back <laughs> in the day. So he had, he was the worst. I mean, I, I feel bad. He was a kid actor, but yeah. if you go back and watch attack of the clones, his acting is so like, it made Jake Lloyd look like, yeah. you know, Oscar winner. It was, it was bad. Yeah. Um, it's been a while since I, I've seen the prequels. I kind of want to watch them again. I just watched all um, seven last week. I watched one per night, so it was interesting. Like I, I can uh, I appreciate it's a strong word, but I can sort of appreciate the prequels for what they are. But I'm so glad that you know with episode seven, it kind of put things on track. And I think even you said before that if the prequels were really good, that episode seven would not have the impact as it did. It wouldn't um, be the same pe- movie. It would. It would not it, have the giant Death Star. Again. No. 
No, it, it wouldn't. That was the one thing I think that kind of ticked me off in that whole movie. I mean, there's some little piddly things, but the biggest one was the Starkiller base, I think. I just, I didn't. I didn't like that at all. The whole they tried to recapture that trench scene and all that's it just didn't have the same I mean not even near the same impact at all. Um, no, but I don't think it was. I think it was just supposed to be familiar yet different. Yeah, I don't think there you're probably right. There probably wasn't supposed to be the the impact or the the um whatever you call it, the 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 main story that wasn't the main storyline. The main one was was Ray and Finn, you know, and and so that that was just a formality, just to blow that thing up. And, yeah. Um, but whatever. I I'm more. I probably. I mean, as excited as I was for episode seven, I think I'm even more so now, because now we get to see Luke fucking kick ass, and oh, I've yeah. always wanted to see that so bad. So, um, and I hope we get to see the Knights of Ren too. I don't know. I don't know if they'll there is a rumor out bit. there. Spoiler: There is a rumor out there that. The Knights of Ren attack the island that Luke and Rey are on, and I'm getting like goosebumps just thinking about that scene. Oh shit! You think that's the the part of the Force vision she had was the future? Well, that, that was, was the, part of it. No, that was the past, actually. The, oh, that, them in the rain. The room, yeah, the rumor is is that that's where that's where the Academy went bad, and the Knights of Ren killed all the the maybe the Jedi that that okay. Luke was training. I don't know if that's true or not because there's somebody so, there that isn't supposed to is I don't think is a Jedi. Oh my god! You just got me excited. So you're saying like that, like Ren and the Knights of Ren show up to where Luke and Luke and Ray are. There's and a rumor. Off? There's a rumor again <sighs> that that might happen. Somebody oh apparently thought they saw like a bunch of uh, action going on at the temple or at that island where they're filming the te- the Jedi Temple. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if if that happens. Holy fuck! I'm gonna lose. Oh it. my god! Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. No, I, I just can't wait because Rian Johnson is so amazing. I love Looper so much and some of his other movies. And, uh, and he wrote this one, like totally wrote it and, and he's directing it. And I think that's such a genius move. So, and I've heard it's a very different movie. Yes. Um, so well, yeah, oh, I can't wait. It's so, so far away. Damn it. But you know what's um, so awesome about star Wars, right? What's so awesome is that like one of my favorite stories coming out of uh, episode seven after I saw the movie um, was JJ talking about things that he'd never seen before. And he wanted to put this in the movie because he'd never seen it. And like, those are the things you talk about, like me and you talk about like, Oh, wouldn't it be cool if they did this in transformers or wouldn't it be cool if they did this in, you know, Batman v Superman, all this stuff like you, you direct it in your head. Right. But, it, but this yeah. guy, you know, JJ gets to fucking actually do it. And be, and one of his things was, I never saw Han use um, Chewie's uh, bowcaster. Um, gun or whatever and he fucking does it it's like it was one of the better running jokes in the in the in the movie yeah i love that and i love the fact that they started doing different things with the force that you never saw before right and then really super cool and then so what i'm thinking is rian johnson is is a big star wars fan too and like he's gonna put shit in the movie that like we never thought about seeing like one of my favorite scenes from the prequels is when qui-gon sticks the lightsaber into through the blaster doors and starts melting yeah. it and I'm like, holy fuck, I've never seen that before. And then it was like all downhill after that. But still, like that movie, <laughs> that, that that part in the movie was fucking awesome. I like, I was still sick. geek out about that part. So like, yeah. I can't wait to see what Rian Johnson does with like Luke Skywalker. Because like all these things that I've always wanted to see is Luke's, Luke just be a fucking badass. 
And well, I just can't wait for him to be a badass in the next movie. Those those are the things that worked in the Marvel movies. I mean, just seeing shit you've never seen before or that you've already d- always dreamed about and they're doing it, you know. And so in this movie, it's 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 just it's time to really like do some shit that you've always wanted, like stuff that you would do when you played with your figures in the dirt. You know, you're like, oh, I wanted this to happen, you know. And then, like, he gets to do that in real life. Yeah, he gets to, like, really... I just He gets to I, do it I'm with so a real-life Luke Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so cool, man. I know. So cool. But um, anyway, so I, I would actually be excited if we got some trolls uh, coming on to... Or yeah, that would mean people episode. would be listening That would be kind of cool. That would, be, that would mean people are listening to us. Right. <laughs> like like just life imitating art. Yeah. Just like, please troll us. That would be amazing. That's how desperate we are um, for listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we were offered a prize to the very first person that yeah. <laughs> that trolls us. You're so uh, good. The original. You're an ugly Asian and you're a fat Jew. Well, yeah, tell us something we don't already know. But like actually to come up with like a really good. I said trolling. You know, troll. <laughs> I said trolling, not insulting. Um, that's too funny. But uh, anyway, um, so yeah, it, it's it's definitely just coming back around a little bit before we sign off. But uh, it's not something that is going to go away anytime soon. And until we can like figure out a way how to deal with it, not get so reactionary, because that's what they're looking for. That's all that trolls are really looking for is they want you to react in a negative way and totally derail the discussion that you're actually trying to have. Um, and it's it could be a real, um, especially if you're having a bad day and some trolls messing with you, it sucks. Like I've just gone off the deep end sometimes and I don't have to tell myself it's really not that big of a deal. Like I got a family to take care of, <laughs> like bills to pay. And here I am like pissed off at some idiot because he says, you know, like Batman v Superman was the greatest movie on earth. And I'm like, no, it wasn't, you know, uh, <laughs> like reverse trolling him, you know, um, but whatever. I don't know. Do you have any parting thoughts? No, I just know that we're going to be guilty of trolling. Uh, I'm going to be guilty of it when I post stuff on Facebook because I can't not. I mean, every time I read something about what DC is doing, I just shake my head and like, please, somebody know what they're doing over there because this is getting ridiculous. Please, Jeff, yeah, Johns, the, Jeff Johns be the equivalent of Kevin Feige. Yeah, the, the articles keep getting more and more ridiculous. Like I just saw one today that said, like, Jeff Johns is riding the ship and, you know, Wonder Woman and Justice League are going to be amazing. I'm like, um, those were, like, done filming before he even got on board. Or, like, at least one of them was in the middle of filming. So it's like, uh, I, you know, the Batman solo film is the one I'm really looking forward to because it seems like he's got his hands in it. Like, they just announced some casting today that actually made sense for once, you know. Um, with Deathstroke. But again, casting and then like showing the character what he looks like two and a half years before the movie comes out is bullshit. That really upsets me. I don't like that. It's like, I don't want to see what Deathstroke looks I want to go to the movie theater and see what he looks like. You know, I don't want to like see him in a little video that they posted. It's Yeah, there's literally nothing you need to spoil about DC movies right now. They'll do it themselves. 
Oh yeah, they'll they will tell you the whole movie in a trailer that's two years uh, before the movie comes out. And I can You'll know everything. You I need guarantee to you. I'm making a guarantee right now. I guarantee you that six months before the movie comes out for Justice League, we're going to see like a three minute clip, just like we did for Batman v Superman. Right. That explained the whole fucking movie. Exactly. Well, or just give like the best action part in the entire movie and just give it to me there. <laughs> like I just it, still like I still don't no, understand I, the whole Bruce Wayne thing going around and recruiting people. I still don't get that. Like he's standing in a crowd of people. He's like, I'm looking for the fish man that I'm looking for the man that talks to fish, essentially. And they're like, Hey, you're Bruce yeah. Wayne. Why are you looking for that guy? He's fucking Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Everybody knows who Bruce Wayne is. Like, you can't go around as Bruce Wayne recruiting all these people that have superpowers. Because you can't deny anything after that. You're like, yeah, I know who you are. You're fucking Bruce Wayne. Like, even the people, the, the Eskimo people that he was standing around, I think, in that scene or whatever, the fishermen or the whalers or whatever, like, oh, fuck. Bruce Wayne's in Antarctica. Shit. You know, yeah, like. Why didn't he show up as Batman? He's like, where's the guy that talks to fish? You know, <laughs> yeah. something that have been fucking awesome. Yeah, but, do, uh, do it. At, actually, aren't you the great, de- like the world's greatest detective? That's your detective work. <laughs> just showing up at a fucking bar in the middle of the day and just asking, hey, where's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not Bruce Wayne. I'm I'm, I'm not. I'm uh, Ted. He's Wayne. like, he's like, I'm not. Bat- um, let me clear my throat. <clears> throat> I'm not <Yeah>. Batman. <laughs> I'm not Bruce Wayne and I'm not Batman either. Leave me alone. <laughs> now, Leave me alone. <laughs> now, now, the guy that talks to fish, I just need him to uh, find out where the good fishing is. Please. Where is he? <laughs> Again, not Bruce Wayne or Batman. <laughs> I'm not Bruce Wayne or Batman. I'm just a fisherman. I want that's, to go trolling. That's what his shirt says when he walks in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not Batman or Bruce Wayne. <laughs> got a name tag that says not bruce wayne <laughs> oh my god uh, that was gonna, the last oh go ahead no i was gonna say that's that's probably as ridiculous as as if you boil it down to like bruce wayne trying to recruit all these famous people all these people with superpowers like, <laughs> nobody protects their identity more than batman and spider-man peter parker's yes. not gonna walk around fucking like trying to be like hey do you see the lizard anywhere or did you see <laughs> Serio? How about Doc Ock? I just want to go talk to him. <laughs> I'm not Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Peter Parker. I'm just a reporter. <laughs> yeah, I do not have an Aunt May. Don't go yeah, into yeah. my Don't go into my apartment because I live in a giant mansion. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's too funny. So before I go, like, I, <laughs> we just trolled. We, go, we just trolled right there. I just trolled. We just get. <laughs> <laughs> I just undid um, everything that you just said about trolling. <laughs> right? We're just trolling within the trolling. Like, we, it's like we Inception just, trolling. Yeah. <laughs> Inception trolled. <laughs> it's the troll within the troll. Uh, that's um, awesome. Did you see the uh, – uh, I sent you a video of this girl that reviews um, Suicide Squad in three minutes and just – Fuck. I mean, it's yeah, so yeah, genius. It. Yeah, I saw it. It's, um, it's got like two or three million hits now. It is. It's so genius. You just got to look up Suicide Squad funny review on YouTube, and you'll find it. It's this girl who does like this review 
um, it's not even a review. It's like recruiting Suicide Squad is what it is. And she brings up some of the most amazing points and uh, just derails that movie in three minutes. And um, But there's a lot of people trolling her right now going like, you don't know anything. And, yeah, you're you know, just a girl. amazing. Yeah. You're just a girl who doesn't know anything about comic books, but she knows movies. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. I mean, that's the point, right? Is like make a good movie that transcends what it is, and that, that makes it an amazing movie if you can do that. Yeah, because when you when you use when you use comic books as a is if you use the books and the novels or whatever um, to try and explain things, it's like okay, so then the the comic book is actually better than the movie is what you're telling me, right? Like right, pretty much. So so you can't use comic books as as evidence or as as proof of you know explaining stuff to me in a in a in a movie because it don't work. Yeah, that's that's one of the biggest problems I think DC's having right now is they're you know just putting all this patchwork stuff. They, I mean, I heard that they Batman V Superman was four hours long and they Warner brothers like, what the hell is this? You know? And they had to cut it down to two and a half. That's why it's so choppy. And even the ultimate edition couldn't fix a lot of the problems. So it's like, you know, instead of just shooting all that coverage, why not film like a really tight, good movie and have everything that you need in there. And, and that's it. You don't need to shoot a ton of stuff, you know, or put in 50 million characters, just, Concentrate on the story. You know, you know what's and, funny is that article that you sent me about that is that the guy's like, it's not Zack Snyder's fault. It's it's um, he's not to blame or whatever. And then he goes around and actually blames Zack Snyder while saying it's not his fault. <laughs> he trolls himself. <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's not Zack Snyder's fault. It's the writer's fault. But in this case, the writers um, the writers did exactly what Zack Snyder wanted. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> So it is Zack Snyder's fault. Yeah, exactly. It's his tone. It's it's everything. But whatever. I guess they're kicking him off, or he's leaving supposedly. And I just I pray that Jeff Johns uh, does a good job. I mean, Berlanti's killing it on the CW. I mean, that's the the other thing is like people like have trolled me and said like you're such a Marvel fanboy. Hey, I'll be the first to admit there's a lot of shit Marvel stuff out there too. Um, there's, I mean, they're they're not really doing that well on comic book wise. DC's killing it comic book wise. They're killing it on on TV. Marvel really, I mean, Netflix shows are really great, but the you know Agents of Shield for me is so fucking up and down. Like I yeah. I can't. I have to wait till that season's over and then I can go and just like binge watch because if I watch it week to week, I get pissed off. Yeah, Ghost and Rider. So, Ghost Rider is either going to save the show or kill it immensely. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they've brought characters on Gotham where I thought, oh, that's interesting, and then it's not. It, it just, like, made that show, like, even worse. So, you know, whatever. But uh, we've talked way too much about DC um, this okay. episode again. I don't know why, but it's like, <laughs> fuck. It's like, you know, every week it's Zack Snyder this and Michael Bay this, but, you know, whatever. It'd be cool. It like, will be more about actually... Michael. Ba- It'll be more about Michael Bay when the Transformers comes out, and you go and watch it, and you have to tell me about it because I refuse to give that fucker any more of my money. Um, I'm not going to pay for that movie. I will get arrested and go to jail if I have to sneak in there to watch. It. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to pay for that movie. But I'm. But I'm like like watching a bad car accident. I'm I'm going to turn my head to see it. So like, I will I will try and go see it somehow because we have to review it. I mean, I have to tell you about it, review it, and and all that stuff. So I can't. Maybe I it have, has to. I be. have not been to a Michael Bay movie. I have not been to a Transformers movie in like three sequels. 
Well, we may have to. This might have to happen if there's some reason so why I'm here's in your neck of the do. woods, and I pie your ticket. Then you have to come because <laughs> well, I made can, you come to Warcraft our, with me. Yeah, no, I'm fucking. I and I still would have. You're still traumatized over that. He's bucks. so traumatized over that, folks, mm-hmm. that we he would refuse to review that fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was that it's bad. Stupid. Um, maybe if we start a GoFundMe of of trying to get me to go watch Transformers, <laughs> let's start a chew on this GoFundMe to just go watch Transformers because I refuse to. Give it's going to take money. like a thousand dollars for me to even consider to go waste two hours of my life. No, I'm just gonna uh, I'm just gonna put up twenty. Bu- I'm just gonna put up the movie ticket because you know it's gonna be on IMAX, right? So it's gonna, I'm right. gonna put up twenty bucks, forty bucks. I want to go. 40 bucks. No, no, you want to go. I don't want to go. So I, so. well, I do. And I, it sucks. It's such a, it's a, it's a, uh, what do you call it? Um, a paradox. I don't want to watch this movie. I fucking already hate it, but yet I have to go see this movie. I want to see just how bad it is. I, I it's don't. Like, and I'm, you're like, you're a do and don't. I'm a don't and I don't. Like, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't have to sit here. Like, I eventually watched the, uh, the turtles too, the turtles one that came out. But I didn't right. pay for it. Like I just, it was just on. It was just there, and I just watched it. I'm like, oh my god, this is fucking awful. If I had to j- get in my car, like I have to get dressed, get in my car, drive all the way to the theater, <laughs> and then sit down for two and a half hours and watch a piece of shit movie, like, and then I have to get out of the theater and drive all the way back home, and just be like, fuck, Defeated, I just wasted like three hours. Crying. Yeah. <laughs> At least if I got like a root canal, they would give me drugs. You're like, you're like and, and I went to the drugstore, got some Xanax. Yeah, and and then I like, didn't want to kill my wife when I got home. Transformers was somehow better. Like I fell asleep after the Paramount <laughs> picture came up, the Paramount logo, and I fell asleep, and it was fucking awesome. I felt bad for like Stephen Amell. I understand Megan Fox. I really don't care, but Stephen Amell, I'm like, dude, you're Green Arrow on DC, like CW. Why do you need to not do Casey well. Jones? He no, was, they were I, that casting to me must have been like, let's get some of these comic book watchers into our movie. Right. Let's get <clears> some <throat> people and young people in there. Yeah, it was not a good movie. I mean, I mean, bless their hearts. They threw everything in the kitchen sink, but it was just the wrong way to go. I mean, there they was wasted. I will say there were some certain cool things in there. Like I, I, I did get a little geeky with, with Krang, seeing Krang there. Yes, um, but they didn't as soon as he him. opened his mouth, I was like, "Oh God, they got fucking what's his face from Everybody Loves Raymond to do this guy," and he was like really over the top. Wait a minute, who is the voice of Krang? Uh, uh, Robert in Everybody Loves Raymond. Bra- was it Brad Garrett? Yep, the yeah. comedian. Yep. Oh no shit! Yeah. Oh. If you go back and watch it, you'll you'll you can see him doing it. It's him. It's, it's him. yeah. I won't. I won't be him. doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Right. We, we got to end this. We got to end this podcast because now we're we're fucking talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. Now we're we're trolling the trolls and the trolling back <laughs> all over the place. Anyway, so yeah, chew on this goes trolling. But uh, anyway, that's episode forty four of Chew on This and Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ Vic. Until next time, folks. Chew on that. Later. 